Welcome to Unpopular Black Thoughts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unpopular Black Thoughts. I'm your host, Kyle Alexander. I'm here with my co-host, Jalen Caravaggio. Jalen, how are you doing? Great. Back at it. It's been a minute. Been a minute, but we back. Yeah. Um, We're back with another episode. This time... Uh, We know in the last couple episodes, we talked more politically about Black Lives Matter and everything going on in the country. So today, we decided to just go back to unpopular Black thoughts and just try to do something to make everybody laugh or just put everybody in a good mood. So today, we're going to be talking about entertainment. So first uh, topic at hand, who is the funniest uh, person in the Wayne's family? So uh, Jalen, you want to go first? Uh, is this even a question? Is this even a question? Marlon, it, it's the you can't do nothing about that, man. He's, I don't know if y'all seen that that stand up that he did. Oh, yeah. Netflix, man, it was hilarious, bro. <laughs> Some of the jokes they even had, and even like you can see it in the way his movies. And oh yeah, the way he you know his body language and some of the famous jokes that he had. Like man, it's not even a close. It's not even close. Yeah, I gotta give that to Marlon. What's the name? Like for me, it's just the movies. Like he had that one, uh, Sex Tuplets on uh, Netflix. Oh, that was hilarious. Playing, was like he did a good job playing all the different siblings, and it was just each character. <laughs> you remember the um? Wait, hold on. It was the one in the hospital bed. Oh yeah, with the kidney. <laughs> Everything was wrong. With it. That was oh my god. Crying, laughing when I first see that. It was that one. And then what's the name? Probably one of my favorite movies of all time, Little Man. Little Man was hilarious. Little Man was oh, hilarious. That whole movie was hilarious. It was just funny him playing the little short guy, his leg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know if you ever watched this movie, but uh, Don't Be a Menace in Society. Oh, yeah, while drinking juice. <laughs> I, I, I just saw that for the first time. Man, like, that just, movie was hilarious. Bro, man. You know what? He's like, I said, do we have a problem? <laughs> bro, that movie was hilarious. Man, the funny, bro, this man, Marlon, was over there. He was damn there. I don't even know how to describe it. He was like a crackhead mixed in with a thug. <laughs> like, it's just everything mixed in. Man, Marlon is hilarious. And he and was, the, his hairstyle and stuff. Right, and even like in movie like that, he has he he well, he's an active participant in like the jokes that they write. So like right. the roles that they have, like um, uh the 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 father that was younger than the son. Oh man! Oh my god, that was hilarious, bro. This man. This, oh my gosh! So, I think it was Damien. Uh, I think it was David that was his son, and then he kept on reading the bedtime stories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruh, I that is hilarious. It was, what was the part the guy tried to uh, roll up on him and then Sean and then, uh, Marlon was like, hey, "Yo, let's jump this fool," <laughs> and he was laying there all flat. <laughs> that is hilarious, bro. And what's the other? Oh, White Chicks, my favorite movie. That's my favorite movie. White chicks, white chicks was a thing. Oh my gosh, that whole 
even scary movie. Oh, I forgot about scary movie, bro. Remember the second one when he was uh the little weed plant came to life and tried to smoke. Yeah, him? bro. You remember? You remember yeah, he, the he, little he, hand guy? Oh yeah. <laughs> The guy, the guy had the little hand. No, remember they took uh, yeah, they looked in his brain and it was. <laughs> Bruh. Oh Bruh, my gosh, that was hilarious. I will say, Marlon is the funniest. Like my father say, he just like he out there, like he just does a lot, or he yeah. goes like overboard. Uh, what's the name? I don't because honestly, the sister Kim Wayne's is funny. Like she's she's pretty funny. She's pr- she's like, definitely funny. I just like I just saw the show. Um, L- what was L L Cool J show in the house? A song oh, from the nineties. Yeah, I just found out about it. And it was on. I was watching that, and she was on there. She was like, it was like L Cool J was like a football player, and he was in there. He was doing like therapy or something. And then the sister Kim Waynes was actually his therapist, but she was also like in love with him. And it was funny because he started dating his her cousin. And she was a cop. So while she was out, she like put on a uniform, was like and like handcuffed herself to him and stuff. Oh, I know. Like, I never seen that. I funny. gotta watch that though. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Yeah, it's good. The but, um, what's up, internet people? It's Big Bro checking in. What up, Big Bro? We out here, we live with it. What are we talking about today? Uh, the, the who is the funniest Wayne's the person in Wayne's family? The funniest, yeah. Um, he already know the answer, Marlon. yeah, exactly. Marlin, exactly, the that's that's the one no one answer. Either, either Marlon or um, Keenan. Oh, yeah, yeah, Keenan Ivy is fun, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. What's the name? It's off topic, but the Blazers about to sweep the Lakers. Blazers about to sweep the Lakers. I'm yeah, who was the one who said Dane was dropping 30 of the 40 last night? Exactly. <laughs> so, listen, that was my brother, y'all. But um, yeah, even he know we all know the answer. Marlon's the funniest. Yeah, we all but know. um Yo, I forgot about Keenan. He did bring yeah. it up. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I respect Keenan though, because he's the one who like he started getting into the business and ha- and like kept it in the family. Right. Like, I respect them for that. But what's that movie? A uh, low down, dirty shame. Oh, my, that is a h- hilarious movie. Yeah. Like man. the um, what was the part? He went to the gym to get the one guy, and he was like, he's um, he's like, he's like, well, I didn't know you working here. He's like, the other job was um, so I forgot. He's like, he's like, this one pays the bills. Ah, uh, yeah. And they was like, um, oh, Jada Pinkett Smith was in that one. She was, oh, her character was probably the funniest person in that movie. Because I forgot, what's the name? She kept beefing with the one girl. He was, I think he, it was like he was a spy or something on a mission. Or he had to like save the one girl or something. And he kept, she kept beefing with the one girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah Keenan is, um, hey, oh, what's um, Damon on my wife and kids. Damon was funny, but I mean, I don't know. Pure, pure comedy. Why I still give it to either Marlon or Kim. yeah, it's Marlon. <laughs> yeah, right. but, um, like oh, you... don't be a menace. You remember earlier when the guy got shot? She's like, oh no, my baby. 
Oh, yeah. He's like, that's not your uh, child. She's like, what? Oh, all right. <laughs> Just gave it a little. Yeah, yeah right. But yeah, Marlon's probably, Marlon's the funniest. I would yeah. say, I, I feel like Kim can be dramatic. I feel like that's what, that's one thing that makes her funny is like her being dramatic and certain stuff. Yeah. Body yeah. language and everything. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, she can be funny. Yeah. For sure. But that whole family is just talented. We already know about uh, living color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. I guess we could wrap that topic up. That was pretty quick. Yeah. Um, Let's hear a word from our first sponsor, BB. This episode is brought to you by BB's Homemade Crab Cakes. Have you been craving crab meat this quarantine? Want an authentic Merlin crab cake? Then go online and order from BB's Homemade Crab Cakes. BB's is based in Charlotte, North Carolina, but is made by a Merlander. The mix is 100% lump crab meat with a unique meal-based filler that's never breaded or uses cracker crumbs. There's also a unique blend of spices to make a multi-layered seafood experience you won't get anywhere else. The mixture comes in three different sizes now. So it's the appetizer, which is 8 ounces, the entree, which is 16, and the party platter, which is 32. The owner even has different recipes online for you to try yourself. In Charlotte, you can purchase at the Charlotte Regional Farmer's Market. Everyone else can order and she'll ship them out to you. You want to taste of Merlin's finest? Go online to BB to BB's Homemade Crab Cakes.com. That's Crab Cakes with, with three Ks. Again, it's BB's Homemade Crab Cakes.com. So go online, order order yourself um, some crab some crab meat mix, and tell them that Kyle sent you. Now back to a regularly scheduled program. All right, we are back from the break. Like the uh, um, like the commercial said, go go on the website or Instagram. Order your crab cakes. Makes best crab cakes. Um, must name closest thing to Merlin. All right, authentic Merlin style crab cakes. Yeah, and people want to sit there from Baltimore. Always want to say like, oh yeah, who got the best best crab cakes? Who got the best crab cakes? Blah, 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 blah. You go here and make, place your order. Mm-hmm. Baby crab cakes. Facts. What's the name? Like, what's the name? The owner said she was working. She been working on different recipes. Like, she told me she was working on the uh, what was it, a crab crab cake or crab meat quesadilla. Mm. I was that sounds good. And I don't even. I'm be honest, y'all. This ain't no secret. If y'all know, I don't eat seafood. Like that, like I don't eat crab cakes. Got but it. when she told me this was on the menu, I said, "I'm, I'm gonna just try. I'm gonna try it out for you." That's so, amazing. That's yeah. amazing. I gotta try that. You gotta try that. All right. So we're gonna move on to the next topic. So second topic here on the table: Ice Cube. Is he a better rapper or a better actor? All right. So honestly. Me and Jalen here, we young, so I mainly know him as a, as the actor. But going back, like when I saw Shadow Compton, and going back, actually listening to his music, he has he has some bangers. We all know he has some bangers. Like, cool. Um, listen, we all one of the best diss tracks of all time. No Vaseline. Um, what was it? Good Day, which is probably like his most popular song. And then what's um? You know how we do? Was like yeah. um what's no, oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. West Side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know all his music like that, but 
I'm gonna have to say he a better he a better rapper. Man, I'm gonna be honest. He's a better rapper. I have to agree with you, man. Just going like even like you said, not even like going back. Like I already knew that Ice Cube was that man, like as a rapper. And so like when I was younger, I used to, well, Home Alone board used to just sit there, just listen to all different types of music. Right. So like right. when I was younger, I used to listen to like all different types of people, like even like people like Wu Tang and uh yeah. and KRS One. If you're an older person, how would you know? Oh yeah, somebody's seventeen. Who don't know? Like you don't know about KRS One. Yes, I do. Now, y'all raise us on this music. Like I for know the about past seventeen years. I know about this. I know this. And even like going back to Ice Cube, like. I never appreciated Ice Cube for like as a rapper until I, I watched Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, and I realized like those songs that first bangers that Easy E made was Ice Ice Cube wrote that. The, right. The, the best no like e, like the albums. Oh my. Bro. Yeah, because I forgot oh. Ice Cube was writing the songs and then was saying, Dre was doing the beats. It was just it was just him and Dre for real, and then it. Of course, you had Easy E with like who was actually about that, like mm-hmm. that brought on to that, like that gangster. Yeah, you know, like he brought he brought the worst life. Like he had the flow and the skills to write. Yeah, he like like he he had the voice. Yeah, he had the voice. That was, I mean, that's what Easy E was there for. But Ice bro, Ice Cube, he was writing everything, and then like straight, straight out of Compton, just Easy something like that, bro. He wrote he wrote all of that. Bro, I think, huh? Oh my god! Listen, uh, I didn't mean to cut you up, but I think listen. I think the movie even showed that he was writing Friday, or like he wrote the script of Friday. Yeah. So, like, so like, <laughs> even then, his what's the name? His rap skills, like his um skills to write lyrics, is going into like his writing skills are just translating to his other career. Yeah, and I thought, like, not not, not the backdrop, but that that's still that's still hilarious that um. Before John Witherspoon died, rest in peace to John Witherspoon. Right. Uh, he talked about uh, he he didn't get paid. He was like he was like it was like three thousand dollars and and some weed. And Ice Cube tried to get him. <laughs> and I, oh, yeah. I think that's hilarious. And then um, Chris Tucker said that too. He was like Ice Cube did not pay him. And I, I still think it's hilarious. Right. But that was just a contract. But yeah, they didn't know it was going to be that big. But right. anyway, like Ice Cube. He as as many movies Ice Cube has been in, like, you can, I mean, you can look at his track list and like all all the the best hits that came out of, uh, um, bro, that came that came oh my with with N.W.A. and hold up, let, let me backtrack, 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 backtrack. Let's go, let's go back to the start. All right, and I'd even appreciate what Ice Cube was really was really really doing with NWA until I really listen and go back and listen to those albums and listen to all the records that was on there and that gangster rap that he put and incorporated right. into it. And and the thing is he the way he even designed the music is the way he like he made songs that people can bounce around to but also people can like you know have that that gangster rap influence. So he's right. the one that really introduced Gangster. So people like Chief Keith or like M- like NBA Youngboy or like um 
like the drill rap era down 21 yeah like he had that he yeah. had that big influence on him he's the one that started all of that like we wouldn't get that if it wasn't for ice cube and for the fact that this group was so big and they made so many songs about gangster rap and they kept it going for for a short period until he ended up leaving that's impressive right you know and as a rapper First off, you got to be the rapper, and then you're the one writing the lyrics at the same time. So you already getting paid. You know, you're getting paid from writing songs. Exactly. And, and that's where the real money at. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't getting paid though. You know, you know we already know about all that. Bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great. Like it's crazy. It, it's, it took a heavy toll on it, and I got to appreciate him as a rapper. And even after he came out, or um, he left the the group, he comes out. Good day. It was a good day. Yeah, you know, doing his own solo thing. Yeah, he's doing his own thing. No Vaseline. And he had, and he, of course, he, I mean, we already said this, like, bro, like, this man, I mean, track, like, track record just goes on and on. So you mm-hmm. gotta definitely appreciate Ice Cube as a rapper. And personally, I, Ice Cube is, he gotta be top 20 in anybody's rap list. You can, you can make an argument top 15. Definitely top 20. Definitely top two. Definitely top twenty. I can make an argument for top fifteen, but you know, that's that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and it was like, um, like I said, I mainly knew him as the actor first. I think growing up, because you know, like growing up with my parents, I re- the only song I really knew from it was Good Day. And yeah. once I actually saw uh, Straight Outta Compton, I was like, oh, I didn't know he was part of this group. Like I never even heard of NWA before that. And I'm like, oh, I never heard of this group or he was part of that. And I was like doing some research going into it. Like the song, like, we already know like Strata Compton and um, After Police, like those songs, they were big. And it it was big for black people back then because it's getting like, oh, we're dealing with stuff like this, like the whole L.A. riots and then Rodney King. Right. And it's like, it's like stuff they relate to. It's like, hey, it's like, hey, why don't we just write a song about this? Give them the talk, give them talk, something to talk about that they can relate to, and then like just cause like this big old movement, like this, it started up that conversation. Yeah, and it just showed that like they weren't afraid to like stand up to the law or anything. Like just um, if something was unfair. Yeah, bro. Um, dope man, dope man. I was like, bro, I used to listen to this. I was young. <laughs> hearing the same song, I felt, I mean, I kind of felt like uh, the older crowd when they listen, watching the movie and they listen to those songs again. It's like, bro, it's kind of like when you put yourself back in that situation when it came out or when mm-hmm. you first heard it. Right. So for me, when I first, when I first watched the movie, I was sitting there, I was like, bro, like, this, yo, this is crazy. Like I used to listen to this. I'm like, bro, express yourself. Yeah. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that song, yo. Bro, like, you. I mean, all the, like, bro, it's it's just crazy. And I, I, I just gotta appreciate Ice Cube right. as, as that as a rapper. And honestly, I knew. I mean, I knew Ice Cube as an actor that like before, because like they he had um, um. Oh my gosh! What Friday? No, not Friday. I ain't, I didn't even watch that until like I was like, until I, I grew up a little bit, but right before mm-hmm. I turned thirteen. Um, 
what was the movie when he was um uh, um uh, he wasn't a babysitter, but he was like dating this girl, and then he had to watch the kids. Oh, hold up, because I. Yeah, and he had to watch, and then the little, the little boy had the asthma and everything, and he took her out to the, took him out to the ice rink. He had an asthma attack on the ice rink. I forgot what it was. His car broke down, or was that, are we there? Are we there yet? Yeah, are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot. That's terrible. How, how I didn't remember the name of that movie, but you know, I, I that was the first time I ever seen Ice Cube, and so like right. that, then I. When I was younger, watching and then seeing, you know, and listening to his music, and I'm like, dang, like, bro, like, this man is, this man has some crazy stuff. Has some crazy stuff yeah. in WA. As, what's his name? For his movies, it's crazy to see how he went from, like, it was him being in the hood, being gangster, and then him going, like, more like a PG 13 sort of right. thing. Like, um, like Friday, Boys in the Hood. He was he is that he actually did a good job in Boys in the Hood. Yeah. He did a good job. Like um what's the name? Like Barbershop. Well, bar the only barbershop movie I've seen him in was the latest one. But even though like Friday You ain't seen um, You didn't see the first uh I haven't seen the first barbershop, like Oh, you got to. Oh, what's the name? The other movie, uh All About the Benjamins. That's one of my favorite movies yeah. too. With uh Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then um, that and first no first Sunday with Tracy Morgan yeah that is me and my grandmother's movie that part, that part Tracy Morgan be dancing in the yep. church yep right like he uh, like I he's a good actor but his rap that's what put him out there in the first place and that's what uh, yeah that just helped him that helped him get in the acting like writing his own movies and stuff like right. that. I was saying, I know what's saying. I'm backtracking what you said earlier. You said like, the songs that you hear that made you like, what's right? Name? The song I heard from that movie that made think like, oh, yeah, I remember it was um, they that little nothing but the G thing scene where uh, Dre and Snoop Dogg oh, yeah. was in the little they was in a mansion and he started playing the piano. I was like, oh, it's that, right? One, two, three, four, Snoop Doggy, Doggy, Dre is at the though. Ready to make an inches so back on up. Cause you know he but it up. Yeah. Hey. Right, that that was definitely my thing, bro. That was a great movie. But um yeah, so I guess we settled that topic. Ice Cube is we believe Ice Cube's a better rapper. And uh before we get to the last and final topic, I'm gonna hear a quick word from our second sponsor, uh Ladies, you're going on a date, and you get dressed, only for you to realize that you don't have any accessories, and you gotta use your friend's jewelry. Well, those days are over with Stacy's Jewel Cafe. Stacy's Jewel Cafe sells fashionable and stylish jewelry for the low, low price of $5. Yes, you heard it right, just $5. All pieces are nickel and lead-free, in case you have any allergies. And the owner sells pieces on Facebook Live. Just look up Stacy Alexander, and she usually goes live on Saturdays. So for all those guys who need an anniversary gift or to all the girls who need something new for the outfit, go to our website to get some stylish jewelry. Link is in the description below. Alright. Uh you heard the sponsor. Get you no know, uh ladies, if you have a date night or something, get your jewelry so that you can look fashionable. 
No, we all love low. I know it's uh Corona, but you know we all going out now. We all know we've been out yep. at some point. And I mean, you got we got had that drip. Yep. We got look. We know you've been going to Fell's Point. Exactly. That's the main. That's the main part. Of that or the harbor. You ain't slick. It's been Fell's Point. Yeah, it's been Fell's Point, Ocean City, all this stuff. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't slick. You been going I, to Anaheim? You been trying to go? You been trying to go to Tulsa? I been going out get something to eat. <laughs> exactly. You been going to get some crabs? Exactly. You been pulling out that orange card? Bro, I crabs. swear, seafood had crab. Not even seafood. Crabs have been like the main food people had over quarantine. Bruh, you you don't know how many times um, we ended up going to this crab place right by uh, um, East Point Mall. I forgot what it, I forgot the name of it. Bro, I'm telling you, I ain't never seen so many ladies pull out this the orange card to pay for the food. And it, if you don't know what the orange card is, um, it's something uh, called the um, um, food stamps, <laughs> the EV, <laughs> the EVT. You know, they're spending the food stamps money on some crabs. And what better way can you spend your money? From your food stamps card, on some crabs, some Maryland blue crabs, especially in Maryland, especially in Maryland, and they don't spend it on on the females. Mm-mm. Get the males, the blue ones. You know what I'm saying? The blues. Right. Maryland blues. I was like, if different, what's the name? If foods had stocks, I, I'm definitely buying the stocking crabs. <laughs> definitely over quarantine. Definitely. It's always been them king crab. I know y'all be getting them king crab legs. Man, shoot, king crab legs is good, but I still rather get some some blue crabs. Not gonna lie, I still pick the the blue crabs over the king crab legs. And king crab legs, yeah, this is good meat, but if you get a bushel, boy, you get a bushel <laughs> of some males. Man, I'm going, I'm going ham on them, and every any person from bottom is going going to say the exact same thing. Or any person from Maryland in general is gonna say the exact same thing. They already know. Once they see that bushel, oh, it's time to go. Exactly. There's nothing else. You don't do nothing else. But when you see those crabs, you want to eat it fresh. Then you heat up your butter. You don't use that butter that they give you from the shop. No, you get your stick of butter, heat it up in the microwave <laughs> real quick, and you put it out in a little in that little. You gotta melt the butter. Yeah, you gotta melt that butter, but you know you can't heat it up for too long because if you heat it up too long, all the butter and it's gonna evaporate, and then all the butter's gonna come out to the bottom of the microwave. So what you gotta do, yeah. you gotta heat it up for 30 seconds, let it open, you know what I'm saying? Let it come out, close it back, heat it up for 30 seconds again, because we don't press one, two, or three on a microwave. No, we only press the 30 second button. The 30 second button. <laughs> keep on going. No, you just press the 30 second button once, wait 15 seconds, open it up so it doesn't overheat, then you close it back up, then you let it play again, then you play it for five seconds, open it back up so it don't heat up all the way, then you take it out. But you got to make sure that everything that you have in your hand is not going to burn your hand because if you use metal, that plate, or that bowl is going to be really hot because that butter is going to melt and it's going to be hot liquid. So you don't want to touch that. So you got to get the oven mittens or something or the rag or something to put it in to take it out. Then 
if you even do that, it's still hot. So you got to have control over the hands. Then you got to rush and put it over to the table where you're eating crabs at. Then that's when you'll throw it down. Okay, crab expert. I'm a crab expert. You already know about this. Any, any person can relate to this. Any person can like, relate to this. Bro, you started, you started to sound like a pastor. <laughs> so then you, then you got to get the oven mitta. You got to take it out. Then you got it. No, I'm not, even like, you know, if I say it like, I could say it slow. You know them pastors that be saying stuff slow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He says stuff all the way slow, you know. And I say it. Uh, we all know if you go to a black church, you got one that's talk really fast or really slow. <laughs> it's either it's either one or the other. And I say, or they if they really slow, they really old. And so if they really old, then they, Stop. then they're gonna say some stuff that you don't have no idea about. You have no idea what they're saying. Turn the Bibles. To Ephesians, please. Stop. Twenty-eight, twelve. And this said, uh, and this man, Josephia, died five <laughs> hours later, and he said that God is good. And the church be like, amen. Amen. But then I yeah, you ain't hearing me. And I'm looking around the crowd right now. Mm-hmm. Tell them, Pastor. I ain't gotta say this too much quicker. He said, God is good. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Amen. Black church is, is an experience, man. If, you know, if you've ever been to a black church, like a, you know, a bat, whatever, Baptist, uh, whatever black church in general, <laughs> just go to any one, man. You go there, you can see aunties passing out on the floor. Stop, you know, on the floor, you can see your, you can see your grandmother catching the Holy Ghost and going to sleep, then waking up. Again. Oh my god, what Kevin Hart said on, um. You see some little kids leave. Yeah. Or little kids getting the attitude, trying to go to the bathroom so they can take the phone and play the game in the bathroom. I'm not even going to lie. That used to be me. I used to be sitting down playing the game. <laughs> I, I used to be to sleep. I used to go to sleep and then wait until after church so we can eat. <laughs> that was me. That oh, was my gosh. Because I used to go to a, a, a African church. And so at the African church, they used to have like this big old platter with the um, it was like a uh, African slash Jamaican church. So then we used to have like all different types of food there. We used to have like tofu, like fish escovitch and uh, curry chicken, jollof rice. You know, a uh, bunch of plants. Sorry, where Jesus was feeding the um, what's his name? <laughs> we had the loaves and fish. But nah, it was definitely not that because he didn't have no <laughs> aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm talking about everybody used to oh bring over plates and everything just to keep, bro. What? What? Hold up. First of all, I, before we get into anything else, why do black people when they go to a cookout? Why do they pack up? They pack up the food before they even eat. They keep. They get that carry out plate before they even eat. 
That, yeah, that's fair. You gotta make sure you got you gotta make sure you bring some home before. Man. And we on the black people, they have to use the foil or they take another plate and put it on top. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then you have the foil and then put it all around. But then you have to double up your plates too. Cause if you don't double up your plates at the same time, you know that food is gonna you know, oh, yeah. it's gonna fall out. And especially if you have that them little meatballs with the sauce. And so if you have that, you don't want the sauce. That'd be taking up the weight right there. That, that takes us all the weight. You can only grab like two, three meatballs and then have it and then kind of split up the, another one and then have it spread around the plate because you don't want to have all the meatballs in one side of the plate because if you have all the meatballs in one side of the plate, you know the plastic is going to gonna be lopsided. Right. It's going to break. It's yeah. going to, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to be right. And especially you don't want to sit there and use up too much aluminum foil for the top because it's not going to work. Stop keeping it in. Man, yeah, I swear, I swear, black people figuring out food at the cookout on the plate, going on the plate is like is actual math, bruh. But uh, no, this, this is the worst. This is the most toxic. When you're at a black cookout, and and they try to organize everybody. So like, so say for example, like, uh. Not, not like a cookout, um, like a family reunion. So if they have like a family reunion and they have all the tables set up. You at this table, this at, at this table, whatever table. Sitting down. Now they saying, oh yeah, these tables can go and everybody else stay behind. Everybody. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst for anything. Everybody else. Why are we not sitting down? Why? Why can't I make my plea? I would be table hopping. Man, I you can't table hop. Cause then everybody's no, like, I'm be I'm gonna be switching like KD. Switching teams. Cause you know what's you know what's the worst part about that? Cause when the people go up to get their food at those tables, they take the most food. You have oh yeah, you know, always all the greens. Always all the greens is gone. The mac and cheese is gone. The fried chicken is gone. Yeah, I don't know. Mac and cheese is my favorite. Uh, it, you stuck with potato salad and them little uh, and the boiled eggs. And it'd be the potato salad that the one white person bring with the race. <laughs> nah, that ain't that ain't us. That ain't Bruh. that ain't us. No, we not. Actually, no, that, that ain't make the cut. That ain't make nah. I mean that that ain't that ain't us. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but if you if you're a white I'm sorry, but if you're a white person, you better know how to cook. You better have some barbecue. <laughs> you better have some you better your food better smack. You better cook like Martha Stewart. So, uh, I, don't, I don't care. You better have that mac and cheese with the bacon and the breadcrumbs all over with the five different types of cheeses mixed together and baked and have three of those. And it better have that hard crunchy layer on top. Oh yeah. If it don't got that, I ain't eating. Man, if your mac and cheese looks white, you're not doing it right. It needs to be yellow because it makes all the black people say. Hello. Right. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, I was like, I'm. I saw Marlon Humphrey said mac and cheese is overrated, and he's posted his picture. This person had peas in it. He's like, this is what y'all talking about. I'm like, I'm like, no, we don't claim, we don't claim that. <laughs> That's not mac. And cheese. Man, I've actually been, I've actually been to a cookout where they put, where they put too much mayonnaise. Uh. And and a bunch of raisins Mm-mm. in the potato salad. 
Mm-mm. I don't. I don't like potato salad. First, I don't see the. I don't like mayonnaise. I can't like. I can't stand that. Like mayonnaise has no flavor, but at the same time, it's just thick. It's just like thick paste. Like I don't even. I don't even know. Uh-uh. I don't know how to describe it. I don't. Eat, I can barely even look at yeah, it. I don't eat nothing like anything involved with salad. I only eat the pasta salad. That's the best stuff. That's the best thing is the pasta salad. Because if you, if you, you know what I'm saying, you got the Jamaican grandmothers or the Jamaican aunts, man. Oh, my. They put, they season that bad boy to death. Oh, it's so good. And with the seafood, we don't do, we don't do no chicken, no beef. We don't do no, no pork, nothing like that. With, this, with the pasta salad, is the cher- you have the cherry tomatoes and then you have the seafood. You got the scrimp. Boy. Or the crab meat. Oh, my Lord. Oh, that is so good. Oh, my God. Man, that pasta salad is so good. Bruh. And we having the 24 different herbs and spices. Man, and right, 20, like, it's everything. You got bay leaves on top. For what? For flavor. Man, it's so good. I, I just think it's extravagant because there's a bay leaf on top. When, when is the last time you've seen a bay leaf on potato? Uh, pasta salad. I have, and I don't even know why it's there, but you know what? It made it taste better. <laughs> that was a big side. That was a big side trick. But we can get on to the last. Yeah, so that's not even the last time. <laughs> that, but we just gonna throw that in there as like a little. Um, I don't even know what to call it. Man, we should might as well just leave it as this. Like we gonna, I'm gonna leave it in. I'm just saying I don't know what to call. It. Like that's like a different yeah, segment. Like yeah, it's just a rant. Just yeah, yeah. Just, let's that that can be the daily rant. Daily, there it is. Daily rant for sure. But uh, this last time gonna sound weird because we just talking about church. But the last time, <laughs> best best hood movie. Man, you know the past be watching. Pastor knows everything. The past knows everything for sure. Best hood movie. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna put it into a top three. I'm putting it in a top a top three. All right. Right. And this is in no order at all. Mm-hmm. You have to put Scarface. And for me personally, I'm putting Juice and Paid in Full. Mm, I forgot about Paid in Full. I'm putting those three in. Now, if you want to say like another hood movie is like you can have them. Are we counting Scarface? Scarface is definitely a hood movie. Uh, that, yeah. I'm talking about when you talk if you can say to a black person like, where is say hello to my little friend? <laughs> do, 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 do. They already know where they came from. They already know where Facts. they came from. So are you talking is hood movie, like just like involving gangsters or like in the hood? Like where the movie take I'm place. Ta- in I'm there? talking about just in general, like uh, the like just hood movie. All right, it yeah. takes place in a in a well, it takes place in a bad environment, but also what also what black people love. I mean, I true, but this is my my favorites, right? Mm-hmm. These are my favorites, so I it's no order for that, you know. Right, but yeah, that that's mine's personal, you know. I I got mm-hmm. man, man. Can I talk about juice for a second? <laughs> man, when I tell you like 
Juice is like it's so underappreciated. It's like, bruh. Yeah, Juice is a good movie. Juice is like it, it has a a real good like moral to the story, and it's like once you, it's like. And it's crazy. You can see this. You can apply this to a lot of situations where it's like, when once people have a little bit of power, that's a little bit. And sometimes, they, sometimes when they get a little bit of power, they have they have their ego to them. Once they have advantage right. over, over you, they already know. They already know they can use it against you, and everybody knows that this person has this overuse, and so you can't do nothing about it. Exactly. And so. Look at our president, for example. Using his like his own language and his own influence, and he's using it and he's abusing it against his own influencer. And he knows that his own influencer, well, his I guess his own influencers don't really realize what he's doing. You know, he's not right. necessarily supporting because we can already see in the facts. I don't want to get too political here, but um, we already seen that. Tariffs that he's been that he's in place, but I think they've been. I think he's kind of resolved that. But for a minute, like some, a lot of the supporters were people who, um, how do I describe this? Um, um, white people with uh, not as uh, I don't want to say it, but I, I just want to say it. Can I say it? Yeah. White trash. Bread mix. I mean. Can, and a lot, and then not not every one of them is white trash, but I'm saying a majority. Right. Saying a majority. And so, like, we can obviously see from the Trump 2020, the yeehaw, yeah. everything like that, blah, 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 blah. This whole whole year has just been. Yeah. Oof. I mean, we already seen from the farmers and the, the truck drivers. It, they've had their complaints about the checks and what what's been in, in put upon them, and it's like, aren't these the exact same people that supported and voted you in, and then you're not supporting them? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just you know, I have I have my issues. Right. Whoever's president is. A lot of people who voted them in. So at this point, whoever's going to be voted in president is just a popularity contest. Oh yeah, it's like that's just like high uh, high school and middle school. They'd be like, oh, I remember uh, class president is not a popularity contest, but it always it works. is. Like it is. But yeah, I'm for a minute. Why do we get on that? Oh, more <laughs> juice. It's just, you know, we can apply that to a lot of different situations. And it's a good moral story. And that's why I put it as one of my favorite because it's like, we can, right. it's, it's a good story behind it. And it's a good message that's behind it. And it's always, you have to learn once you have an advantage over somebody, you, you, you already know when you abuse it, you, it's not, it's not, how do I say it? It's not, it's not right. It, mm-hmm. it, I mean, you just using it and abusing it, it's not good and it's gonna lead to bad consequences even for yourself. So right. Once you abuse other people, karma's gonna bite you in the butt. It's gonna mm-hmm. 360. Once you do it around the closest people that love you and you hurt the people that love you and they're and they're gone or whatever, you use it against them, it's not gonna work out. 
So that's why right. that's why I love Juice so much. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for that, I probably I probably pick like Boys in the Hood or something like that. I was just thinking that. Yeah, but you know, I got it. Yeah. Um, honestly, I can't really choose. I would say Boys in the Hood is up there for sure, and just like the story behind it, and it showed like um, like Ricky when he got shot, it showed that like if you have a good thing going for you, somebody's going to be there and try and take that away from you. Right. And then the fact, what's the name? What was it after he got shot? The main, I think it was the main character. He was about to go out and try and get revenge, and then his father was like, yeah. um, was like, um, was basically talking him out of it. It just showed that, like, yeah, you want to. It showed like, you want to be there for your man's. Like something happened, but also you gotta. What's the name? It's like nothing you can really do at that moment. It just shows like you have to make that hard decision for yourself. Right. Um, what's the name? Baby boy. I feel like I feel like it was a good movie. It was just terrible acting. I don't think it was terrible acting. I don't think it was terrible. Oh, when Tyrese got shot and hit the face he made, I just couldn't get past that. He was like, ah. <laughs> I don't think it was it, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. I've seen I've seen horrible acting. I feel like Snoop Dogg is probably the best character in terms of acting in that movie. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. And then What's name? My mother just told me that she said Tupac was that was supposed to be Tupac instead of Tyrese originally, um, and then that's when um Tupac got died. Yeah, or it wasn't when, but yeah, it was right around that time because that was what. No, I think Baby Boy was like early two thousands. Was it? Yeah, oh, two thousand one. Yeah, but you know when they film it. Oh yeah! They, oh yeah! True filming. So that could have been his, but. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Was that 95? 96? I don't remember. I think it was 96. Yeah, that's got me stuck in my mind. I don't remember. Yeah, but. Yeah, 96. 96. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. On the one. There's a lot of good options out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know my, my part in Bay Boy was uh, he thought somebody stole the car, and Taraji P. Anscarado was like, I got it. he was on that bike. He said, yep. He was <laughs> he was going on that thing, man. Bruh. Um, Man is to Society, I haven't seen that, and that's on all right. It's a lot of black movies out there I haven't seen, and my mother made a whole list of movies I need to watch. Oh. And I had I still haven't seen Menace. I, I I think it was on one day, but I cut it on, and it was just at the end. Uh you gotta watch. I think it was on Netflix for a, for a minute. Yeah, I I ended up seeing it on Netflix, and it was on for a minute. Yeah, it might mm-hmm. it might still be on there. You can check. But it's a, I just yeah. I just saw him get shot. I was like, dang. Yeah, bro. Right. Um, what was that? We said juice. Uh, get rich or die trying. That's a that I forgot about that. That's, that was a good, that's one. a good one. That's a good pool. Mm-hmm. Man, the greatest greatest thing about that story is how Fifty Cent got shot in the head and he still survived. <laughs> it happened in real life. Like, right. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. It happened like, in real this life. Man, 
this man got shot multiple times in multiple places and then just nine. and God just said not today. No, not today, my brother. Bro, nine times he hit he had nine bullets and still is alive. How how is that that's a blessing for sure. Honestly. You still get shot in the movie. <laughs> this man no man, that's a good that was a good pool. I forgot. If they if they updated Get Richard Die trying to show like what they doing today at the end, it'd be a, yeah, um he survived getting shot multiple times and is now the writer of power. Uh yeah. And that in which he got shot. Spoiler alert. I'm, I'm pretty sure we all well, we all knew it happened. Yeah. I don't even watch the show, but we all knew what happened. Yeah. Um was that? Don't be a menace, like you said earlier. Yeah. That's that movie. Great movie. Of course. Uh, and that had all the hood movies in it. Yeah, it had all, all of them mixed together. It was just parody yeah. all combined into one. I know. Um, oh, you yeah, you probably never seen it, but uh, State Property, Beanie Siegel. Mm-mm. Yeah, you gotta watch though. I mean, it's not it's not the best acting, but you know, right. it, it's like it's still a, a good movie to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta still watch that. Um. It's another. It's another good movie that a lot. Oh, oh, I'll... oh, my bad, my bad. No, no, you can go. Ah, uh, no, I'm I'm trying to remember the name. So I just said that. Right. I remember. Uh, Poetic Justice was a good movie. That was a that was a good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. I thought it was just good chemistry between Tupac and um Janet Jackson. Yeah. Oh, I mean, of course, above the rim. Yeah, yeah, but I'm trying to remember. Um, um you probably would have never, you probably would have never seen it. But tag. Oh, belly. I like belly. Belly. Well, I mean, the first one we already know the best is the best one, but yeah. After that it was, uh, <laughs> it was just eh, man, man. and we don't talk about that. We don't talk about those. <laughs> we don't do those. Wait, nah, you need to scratch that. Scratch yeah, that. we need to scratch that from those three. I'm sorry. Uh, but it's still good, sure. Man, I'm trying to remember his name, but it's gonna come. It's gonna come to me like eight o'clock tonight while I'm chilling. Like if I'm eating something, it's gonna be like I'm gonna I'm gonna be like it's always yeah. Movie. I know you. Oh, <laughs> uh, dead presidents. Are we counting that as a hood movie? You can count that. You can count that. Yeah, I've never seen that all the way through. Like that was the point I saw the end. Mm. But I like know what it's about and stuff. I think that's bro. I if you all right, the movie I'm talking about is the movie where um uh there's this guy right, bald headed, and he ended mm-hmm. up he ended up being uh an informant for this uh th- for this cop, and so in the end, well it's a, it's a '90s movie, so it's not really a spoiler. Mm-hmm. It kind of is a spoiler, but. For you, of course, but it's at the end. Um, this little kid that he ended up, this guy influences the 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 informant. He ended up, this little kid ended up shooting somebody, killing somebody, and because of it, and so like his influencer he used to be a drug dealer, and then he ended up. Um, story ended up. He ended up going away to be a. Um, I think it was a, a a train technician, something like that. Was it training day? Nah. Or um not train training day. You already know training day, that's Denzel Washington. 
Oh, yeah. The only, because the only movie I'm thinking of is um Harlem Nights. But you say he shot somebody at the end. Yeah, no, then it's not. It's not involving the informant. It's a. It's a long movie. It's definitely a long movie. So, and and the informant is a a famous uh Italian actor. He he ended up uh he ended up playing in um oh my gosh, it's just not coming to me. Tip, it's not coming to me. It's gonna come. It's gonna come to me like a fan when I'm eating or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's a great topic. Let's let's move on to that. Now I'm thinking about it. Wait, wait, wait. I just got one more. Another good hood movie. It was on Netflix. Brotherly Love with Kiki. Palmer. Oh yeah, that was a great, great, movie. great movie. Great movie. And the soundtrack was great. Soundtrack was hitting. Right. The storyline, the plot twist, like right. And my boy Serge Hooping. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the topic. Right. Yeah, who is the greatest actor ever? Mm. I already know who I who I have. In my That's mind. a tough one. I already know who, who you I, have in mind, bruh. In my mind, right from this track record, I can't put Denzel. Right, I, I have to put, I have to put Robert De Niro. Uh, I see that. I see that, bro. The amount of like, I mean, the amount of movies, blockbuster hits this man has been in, it's 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 unbelievable. Like you can you can just look it up and you can see like, man, like Robert De Niro has been in this. He's just looking. He's just like he's been in this. Yeah, like he's been in everything. Right. Like this man, Robert De Niro was in Dirty Grandpa. Like yeah, he was in Dirty Grandpa. All right, first off, his old older his career, and then he just recently was in The Irishman, which is a pretty, oh I still haven't seen. I need to watch that. It's pretty good, but um, in real life, uh, it's been that stuff has been debunked. But it's still a great theory as to why um this guy. So he ended, so The Irishman he plays as a guy who who recently um, I think he passed away. He used to be a hitter and supposedly killed Jimmy Hoffa, but got you. I mean, it's a great it's a great theory as to why, and so it brings up questions as to why um, J- Jimmy Hoffa was killed and who killed killed Jimmy Hoffa. So it's a, it's just a it's like a theory, like a, almost like a I don't know how to I don't know how to explain, it, but but besides like a a movie that brings up questions basically. Mm-hmm. So, but. He's been in that. He's been in Godfather. He's been in the Bronx Tale. He's been in Casino. I was about to say he's been in like almost every movie been, or most of the movies. Yeah, like he's been in Goodfellas. Like how can you, like a, a good amount, bro? How can you be? How 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 is this possible? How can you be in Godfather and in Goodfellas? How no, like he just got it like that, bro? Like it's just like crazy how like man, like he's been he's been in so many great movies. Uh, Taxi Driver, um, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot um the movie, I forgot the movie that he was a boxer. Um, 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 um I forgot what his name is. I forgot what his name is. It was in black and white. Basically, it was in black and white. I forgot the name. It's it's not coming to me. Certain things are just not coming to me. But man, I only know three boxing movies. 
Rocky, uh, yeah, one, two, and three. <laughs> no, I know Rocky, Cree, and Southpaw. Southpaw, yeah, that was a good that that was a good movie. I think the movie that I'm talking about is called like Red Bull. No, it's not. Nah, now nah, I gotta look this up. Now nah, I gotta look yeah. Now nah, I gotta look this up. But who is your? I honestly, I honestly don't even know who I could say. I'm not. I will say I know who the most underrated act, actor is or actress, and for me, that's Angela Bassett. For the amount of mo- like movies that she's been in and the jo- the amount of characters that she's done, and like the award, like she, I don't even think she's gotten an award. Really? Or like one of what's the acting award? Really? Dang. She never she never won anything. I don't think it was like what's the one award that's for like actors and stuff? Oh, I forgot. I don't know. Best actor of the year or something like that. No, it's like the um what is it? The um Oscars or something? I don't think she's won an Oscar. Oh, no, well, yeah. Well, I mean the Oscars mainly for I mean Dang. Oh yeah. Man, this man has been in so many movies. I already said Casino. He's been in... I don't know if you ever watched it. So the movie I was talking about, the boxing movie, was uh, Raging Bull. He's been in mm-hmm. Deer Hunter. He's been in Mean Streets. He's been in right. Fear. He's been in The Untouchables. He's been in The Awakening, the main character. Meet the Fockers. Oh, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> He's been in everything. He's been in Jackie Brown. He's been in the score, Ronin. He's been in Grudge Match. I didn't even remember that. That was a good pool. Right. He's been in so many Black Person movies. And I'm just saying the, the ones that I that I love. Mm-hmm. That I love. But you can like meet the parents, King of Comedy, Family, like bro, like this is like he's been in a lot. Yeah. He's been in a lot. But then I think next to him, closest act like is is gonna be Denzel Washington. I think Yeah, I was thinking I keep thinking like Denzel. I mean, or um you say Le- Leonardo DiCaprio. I can like wanna put him up there? I put him up there, but I don't put him above Denzel. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't put him above Denzel. This man, Denzel was Malcolm X. You, you can't. You can't. Not to mention he and he ended segregation in the high school and led that team to a football championship. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know. We all seen that movie. We doing the dances and the singing. Yep. Um, so once I heard uh, "Ain't No Mountain High Enough," that's been my song. Uh, that and the little chant, we are the tight ends. Yep. The mighty, mighty tight That's an iconic movie. Yep. Uh, back then, and also nothing about Angela Bassett. We all know the main role in, uh, when she played Tina Turner and What's Love Got to Do With It. Yep. She she killed yep. that role. She killed yep. that role. Man. And she was the she was the mother of the Black Panther. Yep. Come on now. Yep. Yep. Remember that. 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Like a lot of movies that people could would consider Denzel Washington in as great movies, some of them I don't I don't think so. Like he don't get me wrong. Movies like um Flight, uh, American Gangster, uh, Training Day, Equalizer One and Two. Oh, I forgot about Equalizer. Malcolm X, Fences. Fences was Fences oh, was yeah. Francis was a great movie. Remember the Titans, of course. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. She was in Malcolm X too. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Hold up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I looked up movies and she played. Oh, I forgot she played Whitney Houston. In the Whitney movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Or... I don't think I watched that. Wait, did she? I that. Wait, I don't know if she played it. Think... I don't think I watched that. Oh no, mm, I'm sorry. My bad. She directed that movie. Uh my bad. She did not play Whitney Houston. I apologize. Yeah. Denzel played. Yeah, Denzel played. Right, Denzel has played some great movies, but mm-hmm. I mean, at the same time, he he hasn't played like. Um, what was the one movie? Um, he was a father. Oh, John Q. I love John Q. John Q made me cry the first time I watched it. If you, I mean, if you, if you want to have kids one day, you watch John Q, you're gonna cry easily. Man, what when I seen he he, man, he was willing to kill himself for his son, bro. I was I was like, man, what would what would I do in this situation? Even though it's a fictional fictional movie. I, Still right. Oh damn! Yeah, he sent the school and to send the email. Yeah. Like I keep on getting notifications on my phone. I'm I'm seeing and I'm like, yeah. I think as of right now, I might have to say Denzel. I can't really think of nobody right now. Like, I don't know who I would put. Like, I don't know who I would put up there. I mean, like. I mean, you could, but the thing is, it's like, it's like neck and neck for me with yeah. Robert De Niro and Denzel. Because for me, it's like, I see Robert De Niro and I'm like, man, like this man, Robert De Niro has played in some great, like Denzel Washington has a longer list of movies that he's been in. But the thing is, it's right. like Robert De Niro has p- played in movies where he's the main lead and he's been like, he the movies were just impeccable. Like, it's just like, like, they're just movies that you can just watch over and over and it's like, it's new. Like, he's been in multiple of those. Right. Like, like, for example, Scarface is a movie that you can just watch and you watch it like, it's, you've never seen it before. Like, you watch it like, and you're like, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> you just watch <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, you want to leave me? Huh? It's just like, man, like, just watching it is just crazy. Like, man, like, I, 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 I love try it. Try. Man. Ooh. What about Tom Hanks? See, now, I, w- I mean, Tom Hanks, he's he's played in some, um, some good movies. Like, um, of course, uh, Freaking um, what was the movie? 
Yeah, of course, Forrest Gump. But what was the other movie that he was played as? The um, I think it was the pilot. He crashed. Um, he was on a deserted island. Oh, Castaway. Yeah, Castaway. Yeah, that was a great movie. Castaway, Saving Private Perfect. Ryan. Damn, I forgot about that. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. But um, I forgot it was that old show. Uh, Mister oh. Rogers Neighborhood, I think. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was in Captain Phillips. I forgot. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was a good movie, but people only remember it for. Yeah, we already know that part. Look at me. Look at me. I'd be Captain Knight. I'd be Captain of these ship now. People only remember um, that guy just for that movie. Yeah. Oh, how could we forget? My man's was Woody in Toy Story. He automatically wins for that. <laughs> yeah. Man, you can't. There's nobody like Woody. Like. You got a friend in me. Exactly. Yeah. We all know we watched Toy Story in our childhood. Yeah, for sure. The Da Vinci Code. That was a good movie. That was a great movie. Tom, I mean, Tom Hanks has been in a a couple movies. I forgot he did Polar Express, too. For real? Yeah, he was the uh, conductor. Yeah, he remember he voiced the conductor. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. I never even knew that. Yeah, like, man, can I put over up there? Of course, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is up there. But can I put? Oh, uh, yeah. Tom Cruise has been in a couple of movies. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't. It's just like when you, when you come to a certain point, it's like you've been in these. Just Robert De Niro and Denzel Washington have been in so many movies where it's like, bro, like. The list just goes on, and you can see like you can just see on that list. You'd be like, you sit there, you watch it, you just look at the list, and you say like, "Wow, right? We've been in this movie. Oh, they really they played in this." It's just like, yeah, like, and so for me, I'm I'm pick Robert De Niro just for the for the mob movies because I love mob movies. That's yeah, like like Uh, I love mob movies. I like. I think for some for like best actor, we have to consider like the like different roles that they play. Like they have to be playing like different variety of roles. Like so, it could be like they you like can see like oh you've seen them play like a hood gangster person, and then like oh you see them play a nerd, and you see them play like like stuff like that. Like just um, like they can play put on different hats. Like they can play. A sick patient or something like that. Okay, if you want to say most diverse, yeah, I can really say Denzel Washington. You could, yeah, but I'm, I'm all right. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Oh, yeah, I I'll say that for sure. Like in in a different variety of him being a a gunman, him being a yeah, a, a, so yeah, like a a loving father. Yeah, so Equalizer, he was like a hitman. Training Day, that's more like gangster. Or like a thug, I guess. Uh, Flight, he was a pilot. Um, Fences, you know, he was like that hard, hard love father. Yep. Then he played Malcolm X. Yeah. He was in the book of Eli. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever watched it, but you gotta watch Pelican Brief. Pelican Brief was a really good movie. Gotcha. It's true. Remember the Titans? He was a black coach trying to unify 
black and white kids. Yep. And he was a he was in the Magnificent Seven. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, safe hoes. Oh, wasn't he in that um? What's that movie with um? Oh yeah, I just saw the Pelican briefcase. But well, what was that movie? Where oh, the Bone Collector with um? I think that was Angelina Jolie. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. that. I don't think I, I haven't seen it. I've like heard of it, but I for us um. Yeah, so Angelina Jolie is a policewoman, and they're in pursuit of a ser- of a murder of a serial killer who's and their calling card is a shard of bone extract from each of his victims, and they try to like um, basically like decipher the clues and like try and figure out who's behind. It. But I think it's like Denzel Washington is paralyzed, so he's like doing everything from like a bed. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, I thought he's in the Manchurian Candidate too. Now, if, you, if you're putting it that way, then you're going. Then you have to say Denzel Washington is is the greatest actor because you haven't seen, you know, and him or Leonardo DiCaprio, them two or Tom uh, uh, Tom Cruise as being in more div- diverse roles, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but I always. But the thing is, for me, it's like, man. But if you want to say diverse roles and definitely in playing them great is Denzel, but it's like, man, like Robert De Niro, when you watch like the movies that he has, it's like, it's kind of like if you were in that situation, you would say exactly what he's saying and or not you would, but like the character that he's playing would say exactly that. Like he would, right. like, it's, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, man. I know what you're saying. He would say it. You would say it like these people would say it just like this, and it's like it's almost to perfection too. And it's yeah, like, like they're putting themselves in the character's mind, right? And, brain. and it's just like man, like, and and it's I always love like mob movies because whenever they do like mob movies, they do it, but it's so true. Like it's based on, it's based on true events. Like even like the Irishman. Even though I already said that, like they debunked some of the stuff that they were saying, but like the story is true. Somebody killed Jimmy Hoffa. Somebody right. killed Jimmy Hoffa. Somebody was in in association with groups and doing the hits, and you know, with the per- people that were uh, co- uh, forming together the Cuban Missile Crisis. You know, and people, some it's a true story, and so these people who who play these roles. And it's like, man, like they play it so true, but Robert Nero is always at the pinnacle of it. Yeah. It's like, man, you watch him and the way he, he says things and his conversation and the lingo, it's like it's man, like he's actually done it before. It's like he's actually been there right. and done it. Like, how? Like, how can you do this? Like, man, like and it's like it's crazy because I always think like hitman movies and personally to me. I always think like Hitman movies are, are corny to me because it's so unrealistic. I mean, if you want to say the acting is real and how smooth it is, it's like, yeah. But like, I'm saying like the movies that I put in my mind as like, man, like if if you were in this situation, you would say like this and he played it to a perfection. When, when I say like um, Denzel Washington, like Training Day. Right. What? Malcolm X? What? Fences? Okay, Lil John. What? Like, man. What? Bruh. 
flight was like, bro, like he, he played it. Oh, he did a good job in that. He did a, a excellent amazing job. job, amazing job. And it's like, man, the quality of movies is going down. But in my opinion, but I think Denzel Washington, if he does a couple other movies, you know, in, in those lead roles, I think he's gonna save it. Right. Things gonna save him, man. He's played. He's played so many, you know, great movies. I mean, he's had movies where you know, like The Equalizer and like, um, Pelican Brief weren't weren't exactly true. Mm-hmm. Well, weren't true. But then you played it, and it's great acting. But I always, I always give the edge to you know. Yeah, I always give the edge to Robert De But that's that's me. I mm-hmm. I just love. I'm sorry, I went on a little bit of rant, but I just love watching like these classic movies and seeing like the the acting and yeah, it's, I, it's like I can't appreciate like things now that the the movies now because the movies now to me is just kind of plain and simple like like even like freaking um it's kind of like you can you can watch something like. Uh, just any basic movie. I'm trying to think of like like you can watch like a Marvel superhero movie. Like Whoa. It's kind of basic. Like, bro, like, let's be honest here. You only had to do Marvel like that. Let's be honest here. You can watch you can watch a Marvel's movie, it's gonna be the same exact plot over and over again. Guys up, there's some build up, build it all the way up. He finds love interest, make a couple jokes. Right, he's about to make me. He's about to piss me off. Can you stop? Eat your, eat your lamb corn butter chicken. <laughs> eat your butter chicken. Yeah, I'm doing something right now. Yeah, you have anything to say? You don't want to say anything? You just opening the door and leaving it. Put some socks on. <laughs> oh. And he woke up. He woke mm. up. What was I saying? How Marvel movies are the oh, same. Yeah. Plot build up. There's some build up. Then they find a little bit of love interest. Then they have a little bit of comedy. Then out of nowhere, the guy gets beat up, beat down. Then it's like, okay, he's beat down. We're going to see a way how we can build him back up. Then he does a little bit of training, or not even just training. He gets himself together. He gets he gathers himself and then beats the, the bad guy. Yay, he wins. I mean, that's not how Avengers and X-Men were. If you think I about mean, it. X-Men is a different X-Men is a different Well, yeah. Because it's a whole different story. Like Yeah. But you know, that's a that's a whole series itself. But I'm saying in general, like like Marvel like, I feel yeah, that's like the origin stories. Yeah, it's just like it's just, it's kind of not big. even origin stories because, um, what's the name? What was it? Spider Man, not Homecoming, but um, Far From Home, yeah, that was like the same as Homecoming, like it was like the like the same building blocks, yeah, like it's just all of like I feel like that's what it like with a lot of movies, it's kind of like, or it's like instead of like a build, like a breakdown, it's kind of like. Oh yeah, it's a little stumble, or it's like a confrontation, and the confrontation is always the good person, the quote unquote good person, the main character is always going to win. Right, and that's and the thing is, it's like I'm, I do want to see a bad guy win every now and then. Right, like I just I just want to see that. I want to see somebody play the bad guy 
fucking win. I just want to see the main character die. Like, like, not in a. I mean, that sounds wrong, but at the same time, I just want something different. Like, yeah, that's like what what would happen if the movie just went off after Bane and broke Batman's back, like over over his knee, right? Or I like, just put his knee in his back and it took over Gotham, and that was the end, right? Like, what happens next? Right, like I just I just want to see even even in um um. What was it? Batman versus Superman? Mm-hmm. When we watched that movie, both Batman and Superman were beating up each other. Then, out of nowhere, you know, Superman beats Batman but doesn't want to kill Batman. Then Batman comes back up out of nowhere. That's the breakdown. Then he builds himself back up, grabs Kryptonite, then uses it against Superman. Beats him all the way down the thing. Breaks him up. It's like, man, it's like kind of like the it's kind of like the formula. It's just a basic formula that they put together. Even yeah. as basic, well, not a breakdown, but a confrontation. Harriet Tubman. I was so disappointed, disappointed in Harriet Tubman. Like, I was so disappointed. You're talking about the movie, right? Yeah, I'm talking about the movie. All right, I just want to put that, no, I just no. want to put that out there. Oh, yeah, we talk, so we talking about movies, but I'm talking. About- I ain't want I ain't want to come off like Kanye something, but oh, uh, she didn't. He, she actually didn't free the slave. She just had to work for other white people. Nah, I ain't going that far. That's crazy. That's crazy talk right there. Right. But I'm talking about like when they have Harriet Tubman, like they focus it on all the wrong stuff. Like all the stuff that you could have put in there, but you don't. I see that. Like for like they emphasize the point that there was somehow there was a, a black slave catcher. Like they have no history or documentation about a black slave catcher. Then you emphasize another point of her running back to a love life, and you want to and you do that like for like thirty minutes of the movie, and the, and the movie was like an hour and thirty minutes. Man, you could have done it on so many things that Harriet Tubman could have done, or what she'd gone through, like exactly went through, so that she can get to instead of putting, like putting, or like um. Beginning it off on her with her love life or whatever. Could man, I would have loved it to see it to make well, it kind of sounds bad, but make white people feel bad. Like to make have her get beaten up, have her mother get beat, have her sister. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like show the struggle, like show the, what actually happened, like right. the actual struggle. Because I remember I think one thing they said happened when she was little, like she took an iron to the head. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, like show stuff like that, like the struggle. Show show all of that. That's why I appreciate movies like 12 Years a Slave because they actually showed that. They showed the beings and they showed the struggles and that's what made 12 Years a Slave a great movie. That is a... Right. One of, if you want to say any great movies, watch that. Watch watch 12 Years a Slave. You're going to cry. You're going to watch that and you're going to... You're gonna love it for and appreciate for how great of a movie that movie was. And you're gonna appreciate your ancestors for sure. But I mean, you're gonna appreciate it if, if you're black, but you're not gonna appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, like man, like that's like um remember the Titans. You can say it about remember the Titans too. Like it showed how the black people were integrating in the school. And it showed how the white people didn't want them there, even the football team. Right. And then, but that's when it showed toward, like, towards the end of the movie, they started to come together and accept them, and they started to accept each other. Right. 
and put their what's the name like put the racism to put to the side, and that way they can actually come together, be a team, and win games. Right. Even um, crap. I just had even. This is gonna sound weird, but Django, like it showed in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. It showed in the beginning how Jamie Foxx character was a slave. How Django was a slave. How he was getting beaten up and abused. And then that's when the guy came along. But uh, I think he like bought his freedom or something like that. Made him free. And even then, they showed when he went back to the one master's house. How they was beating the one woman, or how what they did to uh, Carrie Washington. When they like locked her in the box, yeah. Or even the scene with um Leonardo DiCaprio, he had the two slaves fighting each other, and he had the one kill kill the other one. Yeah, like it shows the stuff that like act, that happened, like that was what's the name that black people went through for the most part, and how it just showed like when that just showed that motive that showed that Django was going to be motivated more. Oh, oh, and the scene with the dog. Oh, yeah, that was. Oof. Yeah. Like, I just feel like slave movies, or like, not even slave, like movies involved around like black heroes like that should just be portrayed more like shoulder struggle. Right. A little bit more. Because that's even like, now you said they left out stuff with Harriet Tubman. That's pretty much how it is in school. Yeah. Like, we learn, like, you know, in school, you learn about the same four to five black people a year. You learn about Fred, you want to learn about Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman. Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, and Mal- and uh, Martin Luther King. Yeah, like that's why I, I appreciate my the history teacher I had my sophomore year, uh, Mr. Davis, because he taught he taught me more. Like he, it's not like black history wasn't what we were learning, but he taught us more about stuff. Like he taught us um, how ben- was it Benjamin Banneker? Yeah, how he mapped he helped to map out DC. Yeah. And um, the same, just other stuff like that. Or he talked about um, um, what's his name? The Haitian Revolt, how that helped uh, America get Louisiana, yeah. the Louisiana Purchase and stuff. Like we need to learn more about that in school instead of the same five people a year. Yeah, they need to. We definitely need to talk about like, I mean, more about Black Wall Street and and the, right. the people who actually thrived and and times of the the great depression exactly like we, we don't get stories like we always hear like oh yeah rosa parks martin luther king civil rights civil rights slavery and then bam Harry it's up man just a little bit no and then jackie robinson yeah just a little bit yeah. and it's like yeah you thought out the with and it's like man like you don't even include like Malcolm X, you know, include Booker T. Washington, you know, what I mean? right. like Frederick Douglass. Like, even though it's, Frederick Douglass is a recognizable name, you don't, we don't really talk about him. People say like, oh, like they know Frederick Douglass, but you don't really know what Frederick Douglass is mm-hmm. for. Then you, that's why I'm, that's why I'm glad I read the um, I had to read the Frederick Doug the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass for my English class. Yeah. Because that book taught me a lot. Like some some of the quotes, like I highlight some of the quotes. That was a good. That was a great narrative. Oh wow! Or bio. A great. Um, not to sidetrack just a little bit, but going back or not sidetrack, but just going back a little bit. Great movie to watch. A great example of a movie that's that shows like black struggle, and something that actually happened is Rosewood. 
So it's, right. it's a real is based on a true event where, well, uh, in I think it was in Florida, um, and it's produced of course by John Singleton. I think rest in peace, rest in peace for John Singleton. Mm-hmm. Of course, great movie, and in Rosewood, and it's based on in, in Florida, where supposedly typical typical things going on back then. The white woman said that she was raped by a black man to hide her own insecurities by her, you know, sleeping with other people. And so this this white mob ends up raiding into this town and trying to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Burn down buildings and I, I it's kind of vague if I can't really remember if they if they kill anybody or not. Um but I I do remember watching the movie and this white mob comes in and they they burn down the town because of that and it turns out at the end of the movie that this woman was never raped she she I mean she consented and she admits it at the end and it was all a mistake and so all everything that this town was burnt down um I forgot this this actress name um. I forgot his name, man. I forgot his name. But he was he ends up trying to save a lot of people. And what he does, um, he and he does it. And the movie's a great movie. You gotta you gotta watch it. It's called yeah. So I don't wanna spoil it too much, but I don't think it, it's kinda like the basic story, but I mean it's a it's a great movie to watch. It's based on a true event. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. But it it shows like struggle back then, and it wasn't during slavery, but it was during uh, I think the nineteen twenties, thirties, something like that. Yeah, like segregation. Yeah, segregation. Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Yeah. So, I mean, great movie to watch. You you'll definitely enjoy it. You know, watching it. So, yeah. What's uh, another good movie to watch? Um, it's a black movie. It's on Netflix called Moonlight. Moonlight. Came out like a couple years ago. That was a beautiful movie. I mean, like, I'm gonna just say it's about this was it's about this young black this black gay kid growing up in Florida, and like how he like just the stuff he has to deal deal with like being a double minority bullying and stuff like that. And it's like it's like it's it's like three mini movies in the one. So, so it's like the first part is like him being the kid, and then the second part is like his teenage years in high school, and then the third part is like him being an adult right. and stuff. And it's like it's basically like uh, it's like him in the hood, basically like a hood movie, like him having a single parent stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's on Netflix. I recommend it. Yeah, and the movie. That the movie definitely has a, a lot of irony in it, but it, it mm-hmm. also shows like how how you, um, it shows like kind of like a realism to it. It's kind of like you you don't want to be somebody. And damn, I, I don't know how to explain this without spoiling it. Is it really a spoiler if I say something about it? Um, I don't know because I felt we've been doing that with. Most of the movies. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like as long as it don't spoil like a big part. Yeah, it doesn't spoil. Wait, wait, wait. <gasps> all, right, all right, all right. Breaking news. I'm sorry. This is for my sports fans. This is from Adam Schefter. 
says the Ravens and Jaguars are closing in on the deal that will send Yannick Ngakwe to the Ravens for a 21 third-round pick in Gus Edwards. That's a good – that will be a good pull. That will be a good pull. I want Yannick, but uh, I like Gus. Wait, for a second and third-round pick? No, for a 21 – for a 2021 third-round pick. Oh, All right. yeah, that'll be, be a pretty good pool. Yeah, All right. I just had to get that out of there. But yeah. um, Moonlight, it's a great movie. Recommend checking it out while it's still on Netflix. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and it shows a lot of it shows a lot of irony within it. It's like, um, when you when you watch it, you, you turn out to be somebody that you never want to be. That has not right. you. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think that's a, a big part of the movie. No, no, I don't think that's a big part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, but and it just shows it shows how mean how like ruthless kids can be now. Cause like um, what's the name? I feel um, this isn't really a spoiler, but it was when he was a kid, he was being chased, and all these kids would call him like um like a faggy and stuff like that just calling like uh, hey come here gay boy stuff like that like trying to just saying like different stuff I'm just like the fact that these are little kids saying that like it just shows how well especially with social media now it just shows how ruthless this generation can be to other people and actually I, I actually I never thought about this until now but um the movie shows that you know Damn, we're really spoiling this, but it shows that we already said that he's he's. Uh, I mean, not spoiling it really. No, you still have to watch the movie. It's nothing big. I mean, it's it's still a great movie to watch, but you know, yeah. it, when you watch the movie, like people who you know take care of him, and of course, you don't want to be somebody that you despise, but you know, you ended up turning out to be them. But also, like the movie brings, it's it's a good message behind it because the movie brings comfort to those who who feel scared about you know their their own selves and their own sexuality person right so you know it, it's a it's a great movie to know and it's a great movie to watch because it brings you comfort to know that you can apply that to your real life where you can say like okay like this person this person may not like me you know these people may not like me but i know that these people do or this, right. or even just this one person. This one person mm-hmm. has it all, and she, and this person loves me with all their heart, and they're they're there for me, and they're there, you know, with me throughout this journey. And it, it right. I think, is a definitely great movie for an example for, and I think is a, a a good example for people who, who are scared to, to come out, and who are scared to, you know. Well. Be be themselves, mm-hmm. and so it, it definitely sends out a, a good message. Yeah, it also shows that like you're not the only one out there, right? right. Well, it show it shows out a great message to those who who truly know what they're what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that because yeah, I'm not going to get into that, but um, yeah, that's going to be it. For this podcast, uh, we decided to do unpopular um, black thoughts, trying to get back to the main podcast. So we actually—that's another thing. I broke up into two 
um, different shows sort of within one. So we have this one, which is Unpopular Black Thoughts, and the more political stuff and racial stuff, which is the Black America podcast. So um, those are just pretty much two shows in the one. Um, that will be it for this episode. Also, like I said, I'm still having the what is it? The educational racial talk, or not racial, but um, educational talk, where it's just a, it's basically a diversity roundtable. There's people of different different race, different sexuality, different religion. We're gonna get together on a Zoom call and just educate each other on like different struggles and like that our people have to go through. So. We could talk about what black people go through, what gay people go through, like um, Jewish people, stuff like that. Right. So um, you can hit me up on Instagram. My Instagram is Kyle the OG underscore fifteen, uh, and just let me know if you want to be a part of it. We'll all get together and discuss the time that we're all available. Um, yeah, I'm just putting it out there. Just um, it's going to be a safe place, confidential, and um, or I don't know. About con- I'm thinking about like. I don't know. I'll I'll see. It depends on the people, but um, because I was thinking about just because I'm saying I was thinking about posting it somewhere like on YouTube or something so that people can like, so that people can actually other people outside if they didn't have a chance to join they can learn right about other struggles. But um, yeah, basically it's just going to be a safe space for you to educate people and just talk about how you feel living in America as a um you know as a different sexuality race or religion so yeah you can just hit me up about that and um other than that that's pretty much it it's gonna end this episode it's gonna end it don't for, um yeah we're on don't forget to follow us on anchor uh, apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts. we're all over the place but, um yeah it's gonna be a jayla any last words none that was that was a great session i, I think that kind of drained mm-hmm. me not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it was a good yeah, this was a good session. So um yeah, we'll be back. School is school is about to start up, so maybe we do like a school episode, something. Wow, and one final thought. We're about to be seniors in high school. Oh yeah. That is true. Me and Jalen will be graduating this year. We're class of twenty one, the best class out there. Um wow. that is yeah, it's crazy. That is that's crazy. Man. That's the thing, cause this all, it all started freshman year. Yeah, that's where it all started. And conversation I'm, like this happened at our lunch table. So, oh yeah, the best lunch table all the time. Yeah, those people know who they are, and they should mm-hmm. they should come on here too to have this talk. Facts. So yeah, but, um, it's just crazy. Like I never would have thought fresh going into Saint Joe. I never thought I'd be doing some. Um, freshman project about um sports or a podcast. I never thought I'd be doing no podcast or a YouTube channel, and then here we are. Yep. Uh, another thing. I also started my uh own business, so it's called K- KLA Sports. Is the main thing you can go on Instagram. It's KLA underscore Sports, and basically, I just started a website where I can put out articles. Uh, so I put out sports articles on NFL, NBA, and NCAA. And I also do shirts and merchandise. So I do KLA shirts, but I can also do custom shirts. So if you have a logo or image that you want on the shirt, you can just hit me up. 
And um, I'll make the shirts. You can cash at me. But um, yeah, and we're gonna, I'm gonna be working on another YouTube video. I was supposed to do on Jamal Adams, but they, everything just went wrong with that. Oh, because that was, I was that was the first video my brother and I were recording together. First of all, I didn't record it in slow motion, <laughs> <laughs> but I fa- I was able to fix that, and it was like 16 minutes. But I forgot, but I didn't realize it cut off halfway through the video because of the iCloud story. Dang. So I was just like, we just don't have to scratch that. Dang, that's, that's sad. But um, yeah, I got everything situated. So I'll definitely be out with a YouTube video. Yes, sir. But um, yeah, other than that, I think it's actually going to end it this time. So like I said, follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. And this is Kyle Alexander. This, this is Jalen. And we're signing off. Talk to you guys next time. Peace.